Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Opening day was a nice day for the Cardinals. Get a big win out in Cincinnati. And right now we're talking things over with Sam LeCure, former Reds reliever, now is part of the Reds pre and post game show. Sam, thanks so much for joining us today, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely thrilled to have you. So I, I let's start with just the atmosphere, right? Because uh, you guys were able to have opening day with some, at least, fans in the stand yet, stands yesterday. What was it like to finally have the fans back in the ballpark out in Cincinnati? Man, it was it was something that kind of dawned on me a little bit last night as I was thinking about it. What's interesting, man, is I, I found that it is harder for me to leave the game behind as a broadcaster than it was when I was a player. I had a real good switch that I could go home and turn it off, but now I take the game home a little bit more with me and break down because I'm not so personally involved in it. But uh, So as I was going over and kind of breaking down the game and some different things, uh, you know, what happened, who did what, um, obviously just having the fans there is huge. You know, I think that you're you're conscious of it when you're a player, uh, but now you're really conscious of it when, when you went through a year without having them there. Um, so to have them back in the stands was, was outstanding. But just what, what stuck out to me was Jonathan India, a player for the Reds, you know, made his major league debut yesterday, uh, got a couple of hits. Hearing the fans, you know, really step up and, and cheer him on, like that really stuck out to me as something that, you know, guys who made their debuts last year and got their first hits and their first strikeouts and all that stuff, they didn't have the general fan there the, that was going to stand up and make them feel like they did something extra special. So uh, just having, you know, it was a sellout, dude. You know, I mean, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. What it, it was a sellout for what you could have. But uh, to have the fans back, you know, you know, obviously, I'm listening to a lot of what the Reds players say more than more than the Cardinals guys. Uh, and last year, Joey Votto, uh, who obviously Cardinal fans are well very familiar with, you know, said that the fans are the lifeblood of the sport. And uh, nowhere is that more true than uh, in, in St. Louis, Missouri. I grew up in Missouri. Uh, so I'm really familiar with that. Um, but it's great to have the fans back. Sorry for the long-winded answer. Oh, it's perfect, Sam. I'm curious, though. As a former player, you have to enjoy the fact that you were in the booth when it was snowing in the middle of a baseball game yesterday, right? I was. No, I was not. They, uh, they, set, our, they set my ass up down the line uh, on the concourse. I'm out there in parking gear, man. I'm like, 
Yeah, I can finish the the pregame show and go do a quick couple runs on the snowboard if I want to. But uh, you know what, man? I, I was not going to allow anything to kind of dampen my spirits as far as that went. I was so thankful to be back at the ballpark and you know see a lot of familiar faces, people I didn't get to see last year. You know, obviously, you know, playing there for several years. You know, some of the staff members, even though it was just from a distance getting to see him, being able to hear the crack of the bat, uh, you know, the pop of the mid, just being out there. There was, there was nothing that was going to damper my spirits, uh, not even the beating the Cardinals put on the, on the Reds. <laughs> a little bit of a two-part question here as a follow-up for you, Sam. Was that the coldest opening day that you've been a part of? And as, as the okay. secondary part of this, like as a former pitcher yourself, we saw there were some command issues, not just from the yeah. starters, but from the staffs as a whole. Is, is that part of that? Oh, yeah, that's part of it. Uh, First part of the question, yes, that is the coldest (laughs) opening day I've been a part of. Uh, I never had gotten snowed on before. (laughs) I remember as a player, you know, but you're pretty well bundled up. You know what to do. You're out there. You're staying loose. You know, you're moving around a little bit to where as a spectator, you know, you're pretty much sitting there, man. I felt when I I stood up after doing the hour pregame show, man, and I felt like my knees were 80 years old. I'm like, holy (laughs) crap, bro. No wonder everybody's getting wasted. Um, but so the second part of the question was the command issues. Yeah, absolutely. Both of those guys yesterday, you know, Luis Castillo and, and Jack, um, you know, those are guys that are around the zone and they were around the zone. I didn't think that they were erratic necessarily, but just a little bit different. And I, and I thought the only guy that really held his velocity of what we're used to seeing was probably uh, Alex Reyes. You know, he was at his probably normal velocity. And I was kind of thinking about that. I was watching everybody was a couple ticks below what they usually were. And that's why they call it midseason form, man. Like, it's warm during the midseason. You're able to stretch your body, your ligaments out. You're able to do a little bit more than you're used to doing in this cold weather. So the grip of the ball certainly uh, is affected by the cold and the wind. You know, it just dries your fingers out. You see guys going a lot more to the, uh, you know, to their mouth to get a little bit of moisture. Uh, it, it does make a big difference. So, um, you know, I was I totally hit the nail on the head, man. I was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a pitcher's duel. It's cold. Nobody wants to hit. You know, there's six runs scored before a freaking out was made. So, uh, you know, that's that's it's a, it's a hard game to predict. That's for sure. Well, Sam, one thing we can always predict when it's Cardinals and Reds in Cincinnati is Yadier Molina is going to get booed at the Great American Ballpark, <laughs> and we saw it once again. Am I right? Yep. Yeah, oh yeah, man. I mean, they does. Uh, fans don't forget. I, I, I can tell you that. So it was just interesting after a year off. Uh, you know, it don't matter. And he, he's he is always going to get booed in Cincinnati. I think that may, hopefully he takes it as somewhat of a sign of respect. I respect the heck out of that guy. Um, and he's always seems to be in the middle of it. Whatever it is, he is in the middle of it. Uh, you know, he even hits a ground ball that turns into an error yesterday that kind of you know sparks an inning and it's like he's just he's there he's and that's why he is who he is he always finds a way uh to be involved and to make an impact on the game one way or the other so uh you know he's ticketed for cooperstown without a doubt in my opinion uh, I, I hate sometimes when people speculate early on guys that are going to cooperstown it's not so early in yachty's career and for me uh, he's surefire well, I, I hate to be the guy that could speculate early, but Nolan Arenado might eventually be a guy that joins him there in Cooperstown. I wanted to get your perspective on him, Sam, of what do you see yesterday from what he brings to this Cardinals lineup, and what do you think of that 2-3 with Goldie Arenado in the middle of the Cardinals order now? Uh, man, I think uh, 
as far as that two three goes, I was that's the, maybe the one time I've been happy. My ass is sitting in the booth and not on the pitching mound. <laughs> I mean, you flip those guys over, and you know you're going to get thirty home runs, a hundred RBIs, a high on base percentage, a Gold Glove, good base running, good clubhouse guy. I mean, the, those two guys. I mean, they truly are the whole package. Um, you know, their their lineup is, is long. I, I kind of pointed out Dylan Carlson in, in the pregame show. He made me look smart, unfortunately, for the Reds club. Um, you know, he drove that ball there early. I, th- mm-hmm. I know that they're really high on him. I thought Ryan Ludwick, Ludwick uh, who you guys may be, still yeah. be familiar with, uh, is a good buddy of mine, and he and I actually talked today for a little while, um, and he was talking about Dylan and saying what a hard worker he is, that he that Ryan thinks he's going to be a really, really good player. Um and, and, and he sure looked apart yesterday, but I love Tommy Edmond. I think he's got a great nose for the ball. Uh, yeah, the lineup's long. Paul DeYoung uh, is, is really good. I, I I I love what you know. I love what they have going on over there. If, if I'm a Cardinal fan, um, you know, and I and I love knowing that Arenado, man. He's he. It's not so too too early in his career to kind of start speculating a little bit. I mean, he's got eight Gold Gloves in eight seasons. Um, you know. There's third base is underrepresented in the, in the Baseball Hall of Fame, uh, which is why another former Cardinal, Scott Rowland, may be on his way there before too long. Um, but, no, I, I think the lineup's really strong. I have been a little bit um, – I'm not so sold on the pitching. Jack really needs to be Jack. Uh, I tell you that much, man. I, I, I got a chance to see some of the bullpen yesterday. Obviously, Wayno, you feel like you know what you're going to get from him, but age – is undefeated you know what i mean and, yeah. and at some point and at some point it does turn but uh, i'm a huge adam wainwright fan always have been i've learned my curveball from watching him throw it hmm. uh, so i don't do the finger up thing like he does but just kind of his finish the way he disrupts hitters timing um you know so i think they need to get their pitching intact um and if they do i, I think they've got you know obviously a really good chance of that lineup uh, to win the division, but um, you know, there's there's one if in that in that sense. So as long as there's one if, you know, you got to keep every you got to keep everybody on the field. We're talking to Sam Lacure, former Reds reliever. He's joining us here on 101 ESPN. Sam, I know you grew up in, in Missouri, if I'm not mistaken, the Jeff City area. Did did That's you right. grow up as a Cardinals fan? Was were they your team growing up? No, no. I mean, I lived out in the woods, man. So we didn't get too many channels. We got. Uh, we got all the, you know, the ABC, NBC, CBS, or whatever they were. I think we had three channels. And I did, you know, I guess I, I knew all the Cardinals players. Don't get me wrong. But I knew the Pirates players. And I loved the Braves pitching. You know, the Braves were in the playoffs 15 years in a row or something like that. I would say the Braves were my team because they had Smoltz, Glavin, and Maddox. And I loved those guys. Um, so when I was growing up, um, you know, they were in the playoffs every single year. Uh, so I got a chance to know them and be re- real familiar with them. But uh, I would say the Braves first, the Cardinals second. Willie McGee, when I was growing, you know, at, at a younger age, was my favorite player. Um, you know, so I, you know, I knew all those guys: Jose Kendo, Ray Langford, Ho- Ho- Felix Jose. I mean, I, I knew them all. So, uh, but I definitely followed them. But no, they weren't my favorite team. Still, not, still not my favorite team. Huh. Uh, but I, you know, my, I, you know, they're one of my thirty favorite teams. I'll tell you that. That's fair. Nice. Uh, the reason why I asked is because I, I was looking back because I was curious if you had played an opening day here in St. Louis, and I saw in in 2013 you were here for the Cardinals' home opener that season, yep. and you ended up getting the win that game. day. That was a hell of a game. I remember that, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Well, well it was I, for I you. Was, uh, I don't think Cardinals fans would agree with that assessment. Huh. Huh. Well, just, I mean, just a hell of a game as far as I mean. 
you know, I think that I think they were way up, and I forget who the, it was a Mitchell Boggs, and um, I forget who the other guy they had there. I, I certainly don't want to call him a flash in the pan, but he was a couple year guy who was pretty dominant, and you think he was closing that year. I, I can't Rosenthal? remember those. No, was it Mott? No, gosh. Can't I? Yeah, it's killing me. I can't think of who it is. Well, I see here you guys scored nine runs in the ninth yeah. inning to win it thirteen yeah. to four. Okay, that's ridiculous, Sam. <laughs> right, that's right, not right, okay. Right, yeah, so I knew. I knew it was a crazy. Okay, so it was a crazy game. So I knew we scored a lot late. I thought it was to come back and go ahead, but because uh, I think Shinsu Chu was the final piece of the puzzle there somewhere. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I got the win that day, huh? You did, yeah. And I, I was curious, you know, like, you played in Cincinnati and you played that home opener here in St. Louis as well. And when you look around baseball, in terms of what the opening day festivities are, those are probably the two places yeah. that are the most storied for that. Do you have, maybe it is that nine-run comeback, but do you have a, a favorite opening day memory from your career? Um, well, I, I, I do remember that, man. I remember them pulling out uh, everybody coming out in the back of the, you know, the red trucks and, you know, all the players coming out in their nice red, you know, probably it was a Raptor at that time or something <laughs> like that. And, you know, the, the Hall of Famers, you know, the, the Cardinals Hall of Famers that were coming out beforehand, which, you know, I mean, I like, again, like I said, I knew all those guys, you know, so I'm, you know, I'm focused on the game. And by that time I'd had a couple of years in, so I kind of knew the deal as far as opening day. I wasn't trying to get too awestruck, but uh, that was a great memory. Um, going back to the fans a little bit, you know, obviously opening day is held in Cincinnati every year. Um, you know, being able to have, you know, your loved ones in attendance. I appreciate the general, I say the general fan, you know, the people that I don't know personally. Like, I mean, I appreciate those people big time. I go out there and I play my ass off for them just like anybody else. But, you know, having your family in the stands and going out there, uh, you try not to think about it because you don't want to try too hard because they're there. Um, but when you do a good job, you sure feel good about making them proud and, and happy, the, happy that they were uh, able to be there to share it with you. So, uh, anytime the family was in the stands, man, you know, having, you know, having my dad in the stands, he passed away a few years ago, having him there was, you know, was cool. And, and being able to, to share that with him. And, um, you know, I love flyovers, big flyover guy. The, they have an Eagle in Cincinnati here at the Cincinnati zoo. Uh, it's got a bum leg, but he can still <laughs> fly. And, uh, his name's Sam. So when he would, they, they drop him in off that riverboat and in, in center field, they had to start him high because he couldn't get his, get himself going, so he kind of flowed in. Uh, I loved watching him come in uh, and all and all the good things that go with it. So um, I think one opening day, remember, we, we were playing the Angels. Um, I can't remember what year it was. I think it was the first year they had just signed Josh Hamilton. Um, and I think we played a 13 or 14-inning game, set a record for strikeouts. You know, I think I got to, you know, pretty rare. You get to face Mike Trout. I mean, I'm he's my, he's my favorite player. Uh, as he should be everybody's, <laughs> I think. But, right. Uh, right there with Nolan and Goldie. But, um, you know, got to get to, you know, you get to face him. Josh Hamilton was my first strikeout that, that year um, on my worst pitch, um, you know, the changeup, which I threw. I think I threw one time a year. I think I got my first strikeout on my changeup every year, and I decided I didn't want to take a chance on throwing it again or probably was going to get it out of the park. Uh, you know, but every, you know, just stupid stuff like that, you know, just kind of dumb little memories that, you know, the weird memories that ball players have about, you know, a certain count and a certain day and the wind was blowing this way and, you know, they smelled popcorn or whatever it was. So um, they're all great memories that just sometimes need a jog.
Sam, I think I figured it out. I think it was Zepchinski. I think that's who you were thinking of for the Cardinals reliever. It was another. It was another righty. It was, was it Ryan another... Franklin? No. no. I'm going to go through this. I'm I swear, Sam, I'm going to go through this. No, I mean it could have been it could have been Mott, but I think it was. I don't think it was Rosenthal. It was another guy that another righty, like pretty power righty. I feel like. Um, I mean, it very well could have been Ma. That, it, that doesn't feel like who it was. It was it was there one year. It was Boggs, and this other guy was kind of a one-two punch. I thought, but uh, I'm damn I'm damn sure going to go back and look. For I know. It. Well, now I'm going to dig gonna through this, and we're going to figure it out. I've got the pitchers for the Cardinals that day. It was Garcia, Cho, Rosenthal, Boggs, and Zepchinski. Those were the ones that okay. threw that day. Then maybe it was a maybe. Then it, I knew it was Boggs. Boggs definitely stuck out. I think he had the worst of it that yep. day. The six earned runs allowed. Not a great yeah, one. Yeah, one yeah. Okay, so one he out. didn't need much help. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess I was trying to give him some help, but uh, I guess he kind of did that on his own. Sam, this has been awesome, man. We appreciate the time today. We'll definitely reach out again soon. I know the Cardinals got plenty of matchups against the Reds this year, so uh, we'll be chatting again soon, hopefully. All the best to you. Enjoy this baseball season. Enjoy 162 this time around, man. You better believe it. You guys do. Thanks for having me. Reach out anytime.